Welcome everyone to a special Friday edition of Conversation with Shelby Green. I'm your host, the main man, Shelby Green. And today, um, you know, I didn't plan on doing anything bonus with you guys. I had a big episode that just dropped. If you're listening to it now, um, on Wednesday, I had like a, like an almost an hour and a little over an hour and 20 minutes. And I didn't really plan on anything else. I had a big show. I was gonna re- I was gonna do a um, Tuesday special on Monday, the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw, where Royal Rumble preview, do that, and some other things. But didn't have any plan planned. And then you know I did my if you listen to the show, I did a watch along, my first ever watch along with um, obviously the uh, <laughs> Ring of Honor um, World Tag Team Title Double Dog Collar Match at at uh, at Final Battle with. Um, the Briscoes and FTR, and then I get on my I go to my little brother's basketball game. The following um day that later that evening, and I walked in and um my phone got I got a Snapchat from my buddy of mine who will be on the show later. We get Brandon McKee couple weeks excuse me and he said hey man did you hear about jay briscoe and i went and looked online and saw tony khan and posted a tweet that was shown to a facebook page and i never tweet anything everybody knows i don't have it if you listen to the show i don't have a twitter account at all and next thing i know uh sure enough i found out that jay briscoe has passed away and i was like what the fuck yeah you couldn't believe it you know i was like oh what the hell find out it was jamie pug and jamie pug it was his real name he passed away Jay Briscoe, and uh, found out it was from a car crash, and it sucks. I was like, "Wow, like, damn, like Jay Briscoe's gone." You know, I didn't, I didn't have words to say. And you know, anybody knows me, know I've been a big fan of the Briscoes for like the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years of watching Ring of Honor as a fan. And I'm just in a situation. It's just like, wow, man, I didn't expect this. It was unexpected. You know, 38 years old is young to be passing away, and it sucks. Then I find out, you know, the car, the car crash, the car crashed as two little girls were inside. The car crash, I believe, what I read, and that just, it just that bothers me, man. I just don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, and I just pray to God those two little girls kick out of it and they make a hell of a recovery. I really do, man, because it sucks. It truly, duly, duly sucks. Like, bad. Now, you know, I i didn't play on this, but I'm going to do a good time with this. I'm going to try and watch my language, even though I did say a certain word earlier, but I'm going to try to watch my language and make this as professional as I can because I really, it really, really sucks because, but I also believe that, you know, no longer is the man here in the world, but we all celebrate his life. As I guarantee you, Jay Bruce was looking down as Russell fans. I mean, man, and I'm this probably his word, man. Y'all get your asses up, man. Quit dreading me. I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. I can hear him right now. So I'll tell you how I, met, I first found, I found my way about uh, Jay Briscoe. I had been reading, you know, growing up as a wrestling fan, you know, if you didn't trade tapes, I, I wasn't in the tape trading era. I got, I was too young to get involved with that. But I did. Um, get into the uh, I did read obviously the after mags pro wrestling illustrated you know all those magazines and I heard about this little promotion called ring of honor that RF video was starting up based I believe RF video was involved with it it was starting up and it was going to be based out of Philadelphia for the most part and it was going to be a uh, it was going to be like a new wave of style of wrestling like it was kind of like 
ECW, but it wasn't that. You know, people know what I mean by that. And there was, I had heard, and I read about the magazines, and I heard about Jay and Mark Briscoe, uh, these two young teenage, they were like teenagers, working this Ring of Honor event. And I forgot they were 18, 19 years old when that first show happened. Then I watched, uh, you know, as I got older, I got away from it. I got, I had a stretch from like 2005 to six. I stopped watching wrestling, and I was just kind of burned out. Was whatever. And then about, I started following again. Start buying the, you know, the DVDs and stuff. Start going places and getting stuff. And then I walked to a family video one day, and one of the, it was a Ring of Honor DVD that I saw, and it had. It had, I can't remember what the front cover, but I heard, on, I remember looking back and it said Ladder War. Briscoes versus Generico and Steen. I said, Ladder War? That's interesting. So it caught my attention. Because I remember the Briscoes, I, and I like triggered, I got, it's weird. I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can remember something I did 10 years ago, you know? And I, I remember going home, putting a DVD in, and I went back and watched. It's like, oh my God. And obviously, if you don't know, the match was Jay and Mark Briscoe versus El Generico, a.k.a. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Steen, a.k.a. Kevin Owens. And the story that was told, like it, like I always get on high spot wrestling. Like I'm not a big fan of it. I believe in so- single psychology and working the crowd and having a good match that way. But they did a match where it, like everything they did, had a purpose. Everything they did, it made sense and it worked and it worked and it worked and it worked. And they had a match that just blew me away. And ever since then, I've been following the Briscoes. So this is 2007, 2008 ish. Or maybe 2009 at the time. So you do the math on the years. This is 2022. That's how long I've been following the Briscoes. And I always thought in the back of my mind, if Jay ever became a single star, he would be, if everyone split off, Jay would be the bigger star. Because Mark Briscoe has got a crazy-ass wild personality, but you can only go so far with that. So Jay, in my opinion, would have been the bigger star of the two. Because Jay had, he had, he, I mean, he could talk. A little different. His talking, his promo was a lot better. His work was was good in the ring. Both guys could work their ass off. But I think markability. You put Jay in front of the, uh, a pitcher with a world title over shirt, then obviously Mark. Mark's always a guy that he can get himself over, but he's going to help get the other guy over for the main event. That's what Jay like. That's that's what that is. And it's not a knock. It's a knock. It's a hell of a talent to do that. But you know, Jay. I remember they had an angle they gave it the Kings of Wrestling, Claudio Casanoli and obviously Chris Hero. Obviously, we know who those two guys are, Cash Shizono and Cesaro for WWE fans that don't know. And they did an angle with their manager, whose name fucking escapes me, against the Briscoes and their dad, Papa Briscoe, which is legitimately their father. And they did an angle on TV, and, it made, and it, it, they went to pay-per-view with it, and it was awesome. And, you know, it's just like, I went more into detail reading about it. Like they, all the Briscoes live on the comp. Like they live in Southern Del, like Southern Delaware on like a Delaware, Virginia borderline, I think. And they all like would do like, they would all work like all these, like they worked all, they live on this big family compound, like all separate homes and stuff. They all live together basically. And they were professional chicken farmers. They, they had a chicken farm out there. That's how they made their money outside of the Briscoes wrestling. That's how they made their money. So obviously they're a good, they're a couple of good old Southern boys. So obviously me being from Louisville, Kentucky, and loving the South, I immediately liked them even more. So the Briscoes would do these promos on their farm and shit. I remember this one, the one, uh, this one 
promo that, that Jay and Mark Briscoe cut. And I remember they were in a chicken barn or, or some type of – they were cleaning up a bunch – they were ch- cleaning up something. And they were talking about they were going to face Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly, and um, Bobby Fish. And they were talking about how Red Dragon wore mouthpieces like they were the MMA fighters. And Bobby and Kyle Kyle do have a little legitimacy with the jiu-jitsu and backgrounds they got and stuff. And Jay said out of his mouth as Mark was in the background shoveling some shit. Jay goes, man, y'all wearing these mouthpieces, man. Terry Funk don't wear, didn't wear no mouthpiece. Bruiser Brody didn't wear no mouthpiece. And just the way he said it, you kind of laugh and smirk like, hell yeah, they didn't. Because that's what they are. The Briscoes, in my opinion, and this is why I feel like they were the best unsigned talent on the in the world. Yes, I know, major promotion wise, I know Ring of Honor is what it is, but guys, let's be honest, it's not a major promotion. It's never been that way. Ring of Honor, if if they like to me, the Briscoes are, and if they're not, they're tier one, tier two. They're right there because I mean, God Almighty, I really believe if the WWE wasn't so PG ish. In a way, and they look past a couple things. The Briscoes probably would have been signed. Now, I don't think they the main rush would have to do with them. I believe Triple H and NXT would have had a lot to do with them. Um, I also believe that you know they should have been on AEW television, which is a crock of bulls, the crock of shit. Part of my language, but I'm going to say that they they haven't been on. They were never gave. They were never given an opportunity because my God, you put them on TV right now. They're the number. They could be. They'd be one of the best draws on television because people can relate to them. You can relate to the Briscoes. It's a couple good old boys that were chicken farmers that wrestle. They believe you believe in them. They are when they when the Briscoes make their entrance. When they come out, you're like. You nod your head like, okay, yeah, they, they, yeah, you believe them, they believe them, that you believe in the Briscoes, you believe in what they are, to a point I'm like, hell yeah, they, the, the Briscoes, yeah, I, I'm down with the Briscoes, I'm down with this shit, yeah, 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 that's how it is, and I, I am fondly, fondly, fondly appreciative that the, of me being a fan to be able to watch them, you know, as a tag team. Now I want a side note on this too about Jay Briscoe. I know Jay has tweeted some things in the past, and everybody talks about it. And I know it's going to be brought up. But here's the thing. There are certain wrestlers out there that are – that I will put this out. Jay made some homophobic tweets a while back ago, and he has since apologized for it. He was wrong for what he said. Effie is a gay independent wrestler. He tweeted something out this morning about Jay where he, he was so kind and nice to me and everything else. So – People can change with the time when they open their eyes to things. So let's forgive and forget about that right now because there's no reason for it. I know some people have made made a comment about what he said in the past and everything else, and they start butchering him and everything else. Look, man, people make mistakes, and you can learn from it. And he's learned from it. And I think we need to look past that. We need to celebrate the man's life the way it is. Getting back on track now with Jay Briscoe. I remember when they were they – were pu- Ring of Honor was pushing Kevin Steen as their world champion. And Super Conor of Honor, Honor was coming up in New York in 2013. The Super Conor of Honor, for people who don't know, is a Ring of Honor pay-per-view event they do every year at a WrestleMania. Wherever WrestleMania is at, Ring of Honor does a Super Conor of Honor show in Maine because a lot of independent promotions do a lot of their biggest business around WrestleMania season because of the, 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 the crowds are there and the people. That's one of the reasons why I won't go to Mania. For one, a I can go to a rest, I can go to a Mania, but I can go on the weekend, go to a Ring of Honor show, a House of Glory show, or whatever. And of course, the Bris- Jay Briscoe was in the main event that night against Kevin C for the World Title, and I actually. 
The first Ring of Honor show I ever bought was that one. A pay-per-view, I bought it. I bought it and, you know, it was having issues with Go Fight Live and blah, 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 blah. But I was able to buy it. And I went and bought it. And, man, I remember that night as a fan, I was rooting my ass off for Jay Briscoe. And I didn't think Jay was going to win, to be honest. I thought Kevin Steen was going to win. And Jay Briscoe beat him clean in the middle of the ring with his Jay driller, which is a tiger driver. One, two, three in the middle of the ring. And I popped that night. I remember sitting on my my computer popping on that. I was so excited for Jay because I was like, hell yeah, finally, Ring of Honor's got a guy that I can invest my time and my money in as a world champion that I can brag about. Because I've been bragging about these guys for years. Obviously, they did the injury angle with his shoulder. When you come to find out that it was more of uh, the contract issues. I mean, then he had that beautiful booked angle with Adam Cole that I love to this day. One of the best angles and feuds I've seen over the last 10 years. That was awesome, the stuff they did. They had their match at Terminal 5 where Jay took a super kick in the mouth with thumbtacks. I mean, it was just good shit. Then, of course, you know, we get into the stretch. Him and Brist, him and his brother Mark were 13-time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Now, let me state this. Yes, I know what professional wrestling is, but to, win the, put, to have the belt given to you 13 times, it shows you the trust that company has in you, that they trust you can draw. Because let me tell you something. A lot of nights, the Briscoes were closing shows on house shows and losing. How many times did Briscoes main event pay-per-views? And how many times it should have been the main event? I mean, you think about that. And I'll tell you another thing. Like, you know, Briscoe had, Jay Briscoe had good matches, and he won the belt twice. He beat Michael Elgin for the belt. So they put the belt on him twice. And not only that, also, let's look at it. He's had good matches with Jay Lethal. I mean, everything he had. And let's not, and then, you know, and also, how about that beautiful, they were the sixth, him and him and his brother Mark were six-man world tag team champions with Bully Ray. And they had a great angle where they turned on Bully Ray and they had that match at, at Heimerstein with with Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer against um, against the Briscoes. And they tore the fucking house down that night. I mean, that was great. And obviously, you know, they had their they had the I mean the G1 supercar they had it at uh, the garden where they had that, you know, the angle with Enzone Cast that could have been a huge thing for Ring of Honor, and of course the fans butchered it and listened to the, their television stations and uh, go uh, not Sinclair listen to the fans that look at the money they could have drawn with that and that ruined that for Ring of Honor, which is the reason why wrestling fans have nowadays have no clue what it is. I mean, you want to see your favorite wrestler flip flip me flop, and they don't you don't go anywhere. But the moment you get a guy that can get you some heat and get you some attention, draw you some more money, and make more money for the promotion you love, you turn your back on it. Makes a lot of sense. And then, of course, you know, Jay had that run. They've had that run with the Grills of Destiny that year. They, t- they had a three-match trilogy. It was great. They had – they worked – and then, of course, in 2022, this past year was arguably – I mean, in 2020, excuse me, they had that – the fight on the farm thing, I believe, was when Jay and Mark had that bu- brutal fight on the farm, which is not a cinematic match, but it was a fight, like a movie scene, and it was awesome. Like, you go back and watch that shit, you believed it. These two guys are going to beat the living shit out of each other. And Papa Briscoe was the referee of it. And they let him get it out and get it out of their systems. Fire it out. Let it fire it out. And uh, also, I love the fact that, um, you know, we got to see Jay and, um, you know, Jay Briscoe and Mark had that beautiful trilogy last year, 2022, with the with FTR. And I want to state this for as well with the Briscoes. 2022 might have been their best year they've had in wrestling. With all the tag team titles they want, they were on. They worked for different companies, everything. 
it just sucks, man, that I really thought that maybe in 2023 we get to see them on AEW television and they could finally get the recognition that they deserve, both of them. This is about, and it's never going to happen. I hope that, you know, it even sucks more about this that Jay, unfortunately, was killed in that car wreck and it was his brother's Mark's birthday on the same day. That's unfortunate. I was talking to Trip this morning, aka Price, about it, and he goes, "Man, like, like people don't realize, like, this is a big deal on the independence. This is a big death to wrestling. It is. It's huge, man. Like, and you know, and then I want to address this too. You know, I was going to be popular. I had to address this. There are some fan, Triple H sent a, a condolences tweet out, and I make this real clear. Triple H was a head of talent relations and didn't block it. I guarantee you, the Briscoes women hired years ago, but obviously they couldn't hire them." And there are some fans out there saying, oh, you couldn't hire, but you could send a condolence tweet out and you don't deserve the right to tweet. I'm like, are y'all really that sick to your stomach you have to send that? Like, you know how selfish you sound? You can look up, there are tweets about that too. And you wonder why wrestling fans get made fun of and we get trashed on because of shitty ass people like you. I really, really mean that. Now, I just want to state this for the record that I wish his family and his friends condolences and I'm praying for him. And I do pray to God. And I'm, I don't often say that. I've stated many times I'm a spiritual believer in, in God and, and, you know, heaven and hell, obviously. But I'm not religious. But I am very spiritual. And I believe that, you know, we do go to a place after our life. And that is what it is. And it sucks. Because it's, it's more than just wrestling, man. I think about the man's family. I saw a video this morning of him helping his daughter do her little cheerleading dance recital. And I thought, man, this guy was just love his family and everything else, man. It's sad. It, it, it truly breaks my heart, man. Because, you know, I read that thing yesterday about Kevin Nash. And I'm going to talk about that on, on next week's show. But, it, you know, it matters, man. You need to cherish your loved ones. And you need to wake up every day, tell your family. You know, every day I wake up in the morning when I'm here and I look at my girlfriend and say, good morning, Brandy, I love you, and I love you and you're beautiful. Or I see Adrian say, hey, boy, I take him to school and say, hey, boy, I love you, have a good day at school. I call my dad at least every other day, we tell each other we love you. I call my sister, tell her I love you. you got to tell people you love them because that means the world because you never know, man, what can happen. You can step out here right now and something tragic can happen to you. You need to tell people you love them. And that's the thing. The man probably was taking his kids to was taking his kids to school, coming home from school, doing a family function thing, and it, it, it's unfortunate what happened. But we're gonna celebrate a little bit. I'm gonna pull up some Briscoe stuff for you guys, and we're gonna I'm gonna play some stuff for you guys, and uh, we're gonna listen to some of his promos and stuff. And you guys can go look for yourself. But man. I'm going to pull up a couple promos from Jay Briscoe. Let me tell you how he... And this is... I mean, there's 101 video playlists of Briscoe's and promos and segments. I mean, I could pull the five perform, but here's the Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece promo. I'm going to turn this down real quick. Make sure, uh, turn those down because I don't give a damn about them Liberty Mutual fucking bullshit ass ads, man. Pardon my language. I told myself. Like, I'm going to pull some promos and stuff up. And you'll probably get a good kick out of this stuff. All right. And here we go, guys. If you watch the opening of this, it says the following is for mature audience only. And here we go.
for the sky, boy. This Friday night in Cincinnati, Ohio, we got us one hell of a match. We putting our tag straps on the line against Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards. Team Jiu-Jitsu. Team MMA. It's crazy when you think about it, man. MMA done took over the world. MMA's the biggest shit going right now. Taking that time from my boxing, man. Well, yeah. MMA done took over. Now, I got all the respect in the world for the people that do MMA. But the shit that pisses me off, when you got Johnny Badass walking to the bar with his little tap out shirt on, he went to the gym for two weeks so his little muscles popped out a little bit. And he think he's God's gift to women. He walk around like his shit don't stink. I guarantee you one of y'all little tap-out boys bring that shit down here to Sandy for you'll be lucky to get out of this bitch alive. <laughs> now, Davey and Kyle, I ain't saying that y'all that type of people. But you got David Richard walking around with his little title belt and a mouthpiece in it's pro wrestling, sir. Hey, brother, hey, Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. Hell no, Terry Funk ain't wearing no damn mouthpiece. Booker Brody ain't wearing no mouthpiece. Doing your little jujitsu, getting focused and shit. Talk about I'm focused. I'm kicking this bag, I'm focused for my match. Shit, that's where we different, boys. We a different type of people. We ain't got time to be focused. Focused. Shit, we live on the farm. We gotta get shit done. We ain't got time to walk around being focused. Do I look like, does it look like stable thoughts go through my mind? Do I look like a rational thinker to you? This guy, I guarantee you, he ain't no rational thinker. Shit, we walk in there on Dr. Phil, he shit us. Man, huh? My bad, I thought you was winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man, talking. Let me unload, my boy. Beautiful shotgun, by the way. is just great professional wrestling promo at its promo work is made but I got more I'm going to show you guys here real quick let's see pull some more I'm going to do some more Briscoe promos for you obviously the one you hear who Jay's talking this is the promo they sent in they sit in on the 
the FTR FTR match for the dog collar. Listen to this promo, guys. Check, I guess the first thing that we got to do is say thank you to the ass boys. Y'all read our Christmas card on national television last night. I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't. I didn't think I couldn't believe it. And they even showed up gifts in the stoppage. They even said our names on it national TV. On national television. Ain't that some staggum. Hey, but hey, let's cut the bullshit, all right? The match has been made. Briscoe's versus FTR part three. Part three, baby. Uh, Double dog collar match. You understand the implications of that? Not only are we gonna have a team connecting us with a collar around the neck, but it also means that anything goes. You're not gonna hear no ding, ding, ding. You're winning by way of DQ. That's not gonna happen. We're gonna hurt collars. We're gonna hurt chains. We're gonna be connected. It's gonna be crazy as shit. I have to y'all to tell y'all right now. I'm gonna be real with y'all. We don't never do this. We don't never say shit like this, but we're gonna say it right now. Y'all is the toughest tag team we've ever been in the ring with, all right? The last two matches was two of the toughest fights of our lives. However, however, man, I know y'all big on tape study, y'all Bret Hart guys. Man, let, let me give break you Break it a, down quick for uh, take break it down. I got that. Yeah, yeah. Bret Hart versus Terry Funk, okay? Who's your money on? I might go with Bret Hart straight up. I mean, I might. I don't know. Not in the bar bar, man. No, hell no. Not in the steel cage, man. Hell no. Not That, my friends, is a great promo. And in closing today, in closing today, guys, I just want to say as I play Jay's theme that I want you guys to love your loved ones. I want you guys to be thankful every day you wake up on this earth. Be inspired every day to do something differently. And one last time, reach for the sky, boys. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Have a good one, y'all.